One of your biggest questions and maybe one of the biggest pieces of pushback that I get when I tell women that I take a weight neutral approach to health and food freedom and body image is, well, Brittany, what if my doctor's the one telling me that I need to lose weight, especially if it's for my health? right? That is the caveat. I don't want to just lose weight for aesthetic purposes or whatever it might be, but my doctor says I need to lose weight to get healthy. Well, today I'm calling baloney. I am, this is not an anti-weight loss episode. I'm not saying that there is anything in and of itself that is wrong with body weight changes, but what I am saying is this is one of the most frequently asked questions that I get when women are trying to repair their relationship with food. Brittany, how do I focus on my health when my doctor's telling me I need to lose weight? So that's why in this short episode, I am going to walk you through two specific things that you need to do if and when your doctor recommends weight loss for health improvement. This is a fiery topic and I cannot wait to dive in with you. So without further ado, let's jump into episode 66 of the Joy-Filled Eater podcast. Welcome to the Joy-Filled Eater Podcast, the show that helps you cultivate a joy-filled relationship with food, your body, and Jesus. My name is Brittany Braswell, and I'm a Christ-centered registered dietitian and eating disorder recovery coach on a mission to help you break free from the bondage of food guilt and body shame so that you can start fueling your physical, mental, and spiritual health all from a place of joy. We'll be spilling the tea on all things diet culture, even in the church. Think of this as your weekly dose of nutrition and body image real talk mixed with biblical encouragement from your Southern bestie. If you love Jesus, are sick of having negative body image, and wish food didn't feel so complicated, then welcome, friend. This show is for you. So grab your coffee, get comfy, and prepare to be challenged. This is the Joyful Eater Podcast. I'm going to be totally honest and say that This question that I'm going to answer for you today is one that fires me up to no end. I know a lot of incredible doctors and physicians, but there are so many that, especially that so many of my clients have experienced personally, that have made their disordered eating or unhealthy relationship with food worse because when, when these women go to the, their physician's office And maybe they're sick. Maybe you've gone to the doctor and you've had a flu or you've had some other ailment. And you know, at some point while you're there, the doctor's going to say, hey, you just need to lose some weight. It may have nothing to do with why you even went to the doctor. But if you've ever had that fear or if you have just ever even avoided going to get some kind of healthcare related treatment because you're afraid of those weight related conversations, Or maybe your doctor has even told you, hey, um, maybe you go in and he says, okay, well, your cholesterol is high or your blood pressure is high. And the first thing they say is, well, you need to lose weight for your health. Y'all, I wish you could see me right now. I'm like sliding down in my chair because believing that weight loss is the only or primary solution to improve your health is a huge mistake that so many people fall into. And I don't say this to, to make you feel condemned in any way. I just want you to know that it's common. Okay. It doesn't mean it's normal, but it is common. And so weight and health are oftentimes correlated, but not always. Okay. Correlated meaning sometimes we see one 
when one shows up, the other shows up, right? So sometimes when people experience weight loss, sometimes we do see health improvements. But the big thing here, please hear me when I say this, correlation does not equal causation in most every circumstance when it comes to weight and health. I'll give you an analogy to explain this, okay? Think about um, ice cream sales and the number of people who drown, okay? They're correlated so often because ice cream sales and the number of drowning incidents both drastically increase during the summer months. Does that mean that the more ice cream someone buys, the more likely they are of drowning? Or the higher the risk of, you know, if there's a red flag out, the higher the risk of drowning, the more ice cream sales are going to be made that day? No, there's correlation, but it would be incorrect and honestly totally insane to conclude that buying more ice cream causes more drownings, all right? The common factor here is that when it's warmer weather, when it's summer, both of these activities are going to increase. More people are going to buy ice cream because it's a nice cold summer snack. And more people are going to be engaging in water-related activities. And so there's going to be a higher incidence of safety issues and drownings. Okay. So hear me when I say again, just because something might happen um, in a similar pattern as something else, like weight loss or health, it doesn't necessarily mean that one has caused the other. And when we believe these things, when we believe that weight loss equals healthier, then engaging in unhealthy or even dangerous behaviors often happens in an attempt to lose weight, which can then mess with your relationship with food and or your body in the process. So friends, hear me when I say weight loss is not the answer, okay? It's a means to an end. So when I say that, <laughs> the, uh, the truth really is it's possible to improve your health without focusing on weight change, okay? I'll prove it to you here in just a minute. I have um, a client that is coming to mind, a past client, and she initially came to me after her doctor, doctor specifically recommended weight loss as a means to improve her cholesterol levels. So of course, on her her our first session together, she's she's telling me this. She sent me some of this information ahead of time, and and we're having conversations. She's already got a bit of an unhealthy relationship with food because of the environment she was in growing up and the kind of conversations that were made about weight and about food and societal expectations, yada, 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 you know, you know how it goes. Well, instead of me saying, okay, well, here's your, you know, your doctor prescribed weight loss. So let's focus on that. Mm -mm. <laughs> we looked at, okay, well, the goal here was to improve cholesterol levels. Okay. That's what I mean when I say like a, a recommendation like this, weight loss is a means to an end. The end being we really want cholesterol improvement. Okay. So that is what she and I focused on together. After only a few months of working on her relationship with food and body image, as well as movement, instead of intentional weight loss and implementing some health promoting behaviors, both nutrition related and non-nutrition related that focused on hey, how can I work on behavior change in order to improve my cholesterol levels versus changing behavior to promote weight loss, okay? Here's what she found out after, this was maybe two, two and a half months after working together, she went back for a follow-up at her doctor's office visit and she was like, Brittany, I'm scared. What if he tells me like nothing's changed or something's terrible? And I said, well, then we'll address it, you know, at that point. 
Well, she comes back to my office the next week and she says, Brittany, this was the craziest doctor's visit I ever had. <laughs> and, and so I'm like waiting for the news. I'm like, okay, what are you about to say? And she says, well, my LDL dropped 24 points. Okay. LDL is like what we would consider the unhealthier bad cholesterol. Okay. So the cholesterol level that was high had dropped 24 points. Her vitamin D level, which was previously very low, it was at seven. Okay. The normal recommendation is 20 to 50. Um, it improved from seven to 32 over the course of those two and a half ish months. Her vital signs improved. So heart rate, blood pressure, and her doctor told her, keep doing whatever you're doing. <laughs> and she was ecstatic. She said, Brittany, I haven't been torturing myself trying to lose weight to no avail and then going to the doctor's office and them just continuing to harp on the need for weight loss. She she said, like, he, he just, he saw all the improvement and he said, okay, well, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. So I, I give you that example to show you that it is absolutely possible. If you're focused on health this year, if 2024 is the year that you said, I want to get healthier, please don't assume that that means you've got to lose weight to do it. Yes. I'm not, I'm not anti-weight loss and I'm not saying losing weight or having that desire is a terrible thing. What I'm saying is it's not typically necessary and it's definitely not the primary or only way to achieve health changes. So I'm going to give you two quick things that you need to do that are at least that I would recommend. Okay. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Talk to your family about it. Talk to your, your own doctors about this, but two things that I would recommend if your doctor is telling you that you need to focus on weight loss for health improvement. Number one, just like this previous client did, we've got to work on uncovering what is your true end goal of weight loss? What is it really? So the question you may want to ask yourself to help with clarification on this is, what do I believe is possible in a smaller body that's not possible right now? Okay, if you've been on a weight loss kick or this is your specific goal and the doctor says, okay, well, just lose weight and you'll get healthier. Ask yourself like, okay, well, what is, what is that going to make possible for me? Right? Maybe it's something that's not actually health related for you. Maybe your mindset is, well, if I lose weight, people are going to love me more or they're going to accept me more, or I'm going to get more positive attention. Maybe it is health related and you go, well, I want to improve my cardiovascular health or I want to lower my blood pressure or I want to improve my inflammation or have better mobility or joint function. I'm not saying any of these are good or bad reasons. What I'm saying is we've got to uncover the actual reason, not just, I just want to lose X number of pounds. Okay, but why? What, what do you believe that is going to result in? So the action step I want to give you with this is work with a healthcare professional. This may be mental health, physical health, or both. It could be me. It could be some other weight neutral dietitian, but focus on engaging in health promoting behaviors. Okay. This is different than weight loss promoting behaviors, health promoting behaviors that can actually move you forward toward whatever that desired end goal is. Okay. Something that we are doing inside of the Joyfield Freedom Society is we have got a resource library, probably by the time you listen to this, it will be fully in effect, um, with non-diet nutritional handouts. Um, and it's this, essentially we're calling it like this MNT library. Okay, so medical nutrition therapy, I do not provide one-to-one -one MNT, but these are, these are just non-diet, gentle nutrition, and non-nutritional um, 
recommendations of things that can help you tackle specific conditions like high cholesterol, anxiety even, osteoporosis, acid reflux, and tons more physical and mental health conditions by focusing on health-promoting behaviors. If that is something that you feel like would be helpful for you, I would love to encourage you to check out the Joy-Filled Food Freedom Society. You can do that at the link um, in today's show notes or head to brittanybrasselrd.com slash membership to learn more about how to get involved in that. All right, so that was reason or recommendation number one, uncover what the true end goal of weight loss really is, okay? Especially if you've been told you need to lose weight for your health. Which brings me to point number two. This is for those of you who are a little sassy or bold or blunt like me, okay? If your doctor tells you you need to lose weight for whatever the health reason is, I want you to consider asking him or her the following question. What recommendation would you give to someone in a smaller body size? That's kind of a bold question, but it can give you real answers. If you sit in front of your doctor and you are in a larger body size, or even if you're in a normal weight or smaller body size, and the doctor says, oh, you need to lose weight for this, that cannot be the only recommendation. And I promise you, weight loss isn't always going to be their primary recommendation. Because unfortunately, in our society, there's still a lot of weight bias in the medical field. So when it comes to body size, weight loss is oftentimes going to be a recommendation, but it shouldn't ever be their only recommendation. Okay. Um, So if my doctor told me that weight loss would improve my blood pressure. Okay. I'm going to give you an example of like when this is not true. My doctor said, well, just lose weight. That'll improve your blood pressure. And then later that day I get in a car accident and have to have my leg amputated. Guess what? I would weigh less. All right. But that doesn't improve my blood pressure. Not one bit. Okay. In fact, I'd probably be even more stressed trying to adapt to reduced mobility and all the needs I still have as a mom and a wife and a business owner. And my blood pressure would probably skyrocket for a while, to be totally honest. Right. That loss of weight with losing a limb has no positive impact on my blood pressure. So If your physician, your MD, whoever it is, can't give you a straight response in regard to other non-weight related, some health promoting recommendations, then it might be time to get a second opinion or even a new physician. So I know we're keeping this episode short, but please understand like moving forward, I hope your takeaway from this is that we've got to let go of the idea that weight loss equals better health. And if you want to, if you are ready to improve your health this year and you're willing to just put your focus of weight loss, even just on the side burner, okay, I'm not even going to tell you to put it on the back burner or take it off the table. Just scoot it over to the side. Come join us inside the Joy-Filled Food Freedom Society, where we take a weight neutral approach to health and where women are improving their health day by day without a side of shame or guilt attached, okay? (laughs) I will link up some of those resources for you in the show notes. You can also, if you are concerned about going to the doctor for any reason, our friends at Finding Balance have some incredible free resources on their website. One of which is a sheet that you can hand to you or you can print out, give it to your physician and ask them essentially, or your nurse or whoever's at the front and ask them not to share your weight with you if it's actually essential that they weigh you. Okay. Oftentimes they don't even need a weight when you go in, 
side note here, you can do a blind weight where you just turn around so you can, you can give them the sheet and it'll tell them essentially like, Hey, please don't tell me what my weight, make sure it's not written down on papers I'm coming home with that kind of thing. Okay. This is a totally free download that Christy Kirkman and the team at Finding Balance have put together for you. They also have a really phenomenal printable that you can put up if you're nursing staff or physicians will let you, <laughs> you can put it up. It's like a little sign about weight loss and weight that actually goes on the wall behind those really awful scales that they have in the office. So check that out. I'll link that up in the show notes for you. And as always, friends, I, I hope this um, food freedom frequently asked question is one that was helpful for you. I would love to do some more of these shorty episode FAQs. So if you have a question that you want to submit, DM it to me on Instagram at Bernie Braswell RD, or check out the link in the show notes for my SpeakPipe page. You can go to BrittanyBraswellRD.com slash podcast. And there's a button on there where you can leave me a voice note and ask your questions to maybe have it appear on another episode of the show at a later date. Thank you guys again for joining me here. And until next week, friends, may you be filled with joy and abound in hope. Do you feel encouraged or inspired to take your next steps toward food and body freedom after listening to today's episode? If so, would you take 30 seconds to leave the show a rating and review on Apple Podcasts? It's the absolute best way to support the show and share what you're loving about it so that we can continue to spread the word and serve you with even more incredible topics and special guests. If you want even more free support on your food freedom and body image journey, then make sure you get on our VIP list right now. As a VIP insider, you'll get bonus podcast content from me every Tuesday to help you press forward on your food freedom journey. And you'll have the opportunity to submit requests for the topics and guests you want to hear from on the show. To get on that list right now, just head to BrittanyBraswellRD.com slash VIP or find the link in today's show notes. And lastly, if you're tired of trying to Google your way to better body image or food freedom, I have something for you. We have a course suite that can help you take your next steps. So whether you're looking for a Christ-centered approach to overcoming disordered eating, wanting to improve your body image without all the worldly affirmations and self-esteem myths, or you just need a little guidance to boost the nutritional value of your meals and snacks at home, I've got you covered, friend. Head to BrittanyBraswellRD.com DIY to check out our signature courses and find the one that best fits what you need right now. Thanks again for spending your time with me today. I'll see you next time on the Joyful Eater Podcast.